a musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. This is how we do it. Remember that one? I do. Hi, everyone. Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. And it is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast time here on this platform that you are using to listen to us. And well, I'm your host. And we have some exciting happenings this year. So make sure you stay up to date by signing up to our newsletter at jrodconcertsmedia.com. But for now, let me tell you about Alicia Blue. You may remember her because she has been, she was our first ep, uh, guest on our other show, Live from the Space at 100th Taylor. And well, so glad to have her back. She is absolutely kicking butts and taking names here in Nashville. She moved from LA like a year plus ago. And she was just named by American Songwriter as one of the 16 artists to watch this year. She's just completely kicking ass. And um, she released an EP last year which was absolutely fantastic. You guys should check it out. Um, it was called Inner Child Work Part 1, and she is about to release the second part of the EP on March 3rd, Inner Child Work Part 2. And, well, it is absolutely outstand outstanding. Alicia is... If Joni Mitchell met rock and roll a little bit, it's, it's a little bit of folk, a little bit of indie, with some of the best songwriting that you will find right now in Nashville and really anywhere in indie music and Americana. So, and she's a, she's an incredible person and so, so glad to have her as a friend and as a guest. And well, uh, yeah, I mean, she, she played Nashville recently and, and Jason Isbell came over. She hanged out with Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction uh, because she did an incredible cover of Jane Says that by the way, she's going to perform on this show. And Lincoln Parish, formerly of Cage the Elephant, produced the new EP. So she is absolutely incredible. And uh, she sits down with us here on this live special episode. She talks about track by track and she performs with it. So we hope you guys get comfortable and you enjoy this very special episode uh, with Alicia Blue. Make sure you check out Inner Child Work Part 1 and 2 coming up in March 3rd. Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast live. Hi, Alicia. Hi, how's it going? So great to see you. So happy to be here today. So first of all, I'm talking to you now back on the show and you're a Nashvillian. Yeah. I mean, you're coming up on your first year in Music City. Yeah. How does it feel? It's insane. I um, am so grateful to be here. I, I think like most people, you actually don't even realize uh, how magical it is here. Um, and I think the, the longer that I'm here, the more uh, amazing it, it gets. Um, sure, like any big city, it, it's, a, you know, it's got a real life, but um, I uh, find that the community here has been uh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, especially at least the music that I'm writing and making. Yeah. Well, you've brought so much good energy to, to the oh. city and thank you for that because it's, it was very needed, you know, what you bring to, oh, to Nashville. Honored. I'm glad you. you're here. Thank you. So Inner Child Work, the yes. new album, which we're going we're gonna to preview today a little bit. 
What a masterpiece, first of all. Oh, thank and, you. No, it's, it's incredible. We've been playing the heck out of it. First of all, really well produced by Lincoln Parish. Yeah. And let me first ask you about that. Like, let's talk about quickly about Lincoln, because if I was a singer-songwriter, I would be paralyzed by fear of the producer that I would give my baby to. Yeah. Because you've seen artists of every level, you know, saying they regret how something turns out or they, you know, everything you put out into it, into the wrong hands of a producer, like it can screw it up. But Lincoln did a great job, right? Yeah, I think that I um, haven't been there yet, uh, mostly because every uh, producer I've worked with, I feel like it's been such a collaborative uh, effort. I don't think I would, you know, make make a choice to work with someone unless that safety uh, uh, was felt immediately um, in whatever sessions we'd had maybe yeah. before. Um, uh, not to say that it can't happen, but, um, and then I had written uh, a bulk of the songs on the record with Lincoln. So there was mm -hmm. already that homeness yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that helps a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the theme of the album, Alicia, I love it specifically because it's such an inspiring work. I mean, honestly, it makes you want to break new ground. Limiting beliefs are broken. I mean, you created something really special here. And, and, and I'm not just tooting your horn. I mean, you basically, you're empowering listeners with your story or with, or with the character's story of, you know, of creating light out of darkness. You know, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Um, I could be misreading it, but uh, am I right or am I wrong? No, I definitely think that right? um, there's a lot of, I guess, what you could call maybe alchemy yeah. on the record. Um, I, I think it's still true, but especially when I first started writing these and the records I'd made before, a lot of the motivation to write w would be to organize something that felt so chaotic inside of me. Yeah. And to then get clarity on it. And then yeah. that song's out. And then there's some kind of um, peace or something distilled from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and, and let me ask you about that. Because the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions. Mm. That is like, yeah. that's, it, yeah. that's ultimately like yeah. the bottom line. And you, uh, you can feel it now. And it comes across in the music that you live in a very peaceful, emo you live in a very healthy, emotional home. Well, it thanks. doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> goes to say that you don't have days that you're stressed, sure. fearful, sad. Yeah. But you come home, and your home is yeah. a very healthy, is a very great place. Yeah. How do you, Alicia? <laughs> you know, like what are your practices? What are your habits that you've developed over the years that you live in such a beautiful and healthy emotional state? That's such a compliment. I gosh, I I hope that it. I do. I think I I try to at least. Um, so thank you for. Uh, seeing that I gosh what do I do I the last few years um, well I got my first therapist <laughs> so that was a, a biggie mm. um, and some of the things that we've worked on um, and I would almost say this person's more like a teacher but some of the things we worked on um, are really kind of coming home to yourself and really knowing because I think humans we're, we're all guilty of it, but we are 90% uh, unconscious of when we are leaving the home, like yeah. right when you walk around this planet. And I think 
I just kind of not only got tired of that, but it felt not true. It felt false. It felt uninspiring and not fulfilling to stay with myself. So, um, yeah, I sure I I meditate, but I think nowadays I mostly um, I walk in the woods every morning. So that's kind of my I set the tone. That's part for, of it, sure. Yeah, motion I, is emotion. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean physiology. You're yeah. talking about it, yeah. But also like the the meaning you give to the things in your life, and sure. and, and this goes into the songs, yeah. uh, like a song like you know, don't tell me to smile, right? Sure. I mean, it's such a beautiful song because ultimately relationships are like the enhancer of life, right? Yeah. And you and you touch on, on the complexity so beautifully in this song. Uh, how did how did the idea of this song begin? Yeah, um, I had the great pleasure of writing that with Brie Kennedy. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to thank her. Shout out to Brie. Shout out, big yeah. shout out to Brie. And um, I had this, I was so, I was actually, had done all these writing sessions last year in Nashville and I was actually completely wasted, tired. I felt like shriveled up with anything to write about. And since I come to music more from a poetic, lyrical Yeah. Uh, motivating point. I couldn't really imagine how to write something that I couldn't fabricate it. And so the only thing I could think of before Bree walked in the door was how tired I was and how I didn't want to pretend, because I actually didn't know her very well, and how I didn't want to pretend to uh, be anything other than how I felt, mm. <laughs> which was tired, exhausted. I just wanted to like curl up. Yeah. And So I was just journaling before she walked in and I just heard, I was like, wow, there's not a song called Don't Tell Me to Smile. And I, collectively, I know that women have been strolling the streets for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, hundreds of years and <laughs> have been told they should smile more. And I thought about that and I thought about just the notion of your, your lover or your mother or your brother or your sister wishing you weren't in the mood you were in, wishing you would uh, be happier and how that can kind of just make it worse when you're not feeling anything. Yeah. And the best way to move through it is to just own it and then move through it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So it's kind of like the person on the other side. So if I do stay with myself, it's like the person on the other side of me is gonna um, maybe be okay with letting me do my thing. And then uh, I'll come, come back to myself and Right. Be maybe where they want me to be, ultimately. And I think that's why that song is so powerful, because Thank it you. kind of opens the empathy levels. That's awesome. It kind of says, you know what, like, we're not all meant to be the same. Right. But, like, let's find a way to understand each other, because we can, like, grow the Absolutely. More. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Had a need I barely sleeping and I'm so fucking tired If I'm walking down the street, let me be I don't know you, my type I've been acting like a child You should try it once in a while So don't tell me to smile I'm not your puppet hanging on your silly string 
I'm a real thing if you wanna be with me Know that sometimes the sun's not gonna shine So don't tell me to smile You say something mean and don't see the way you've made me upset Then ask me to smile now that the storm is raging inside again You say I don't want to fight Then push until I say that you're right So don't tell me to smile I'm not your puppet hanging on your silly string I'm a real thing if you want to be with me Know that sometimes the sun's not gonna shine So don't tell me to smile No point in faking it Sooner or later one of us will fall Your tragedy muse or comedy but how can I laugh when I feel like crying? I think of Marceau and all the jokes he made in spite of a war. It makes me kind of sad. He never had the chance to say don't tell me to smile I'm not your puppet hanging on your silly string I'm a real thing if you want to be with me know that sometimes the sun's not gonna shine so don't tell me to smile I'm not your puppet hanging on your silly string I'm a real thing if you want to be with me Know that sometimes the sun's not gonna shine So don't tell me to smile Picasso Blue Yes And we briefly talked about this in the intro <clears throat> yeah. But I love this song because, you know, again, like the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions, but emotions equals meaning. And this song, the way I got it, is just like, I'm in this state, but I'm choosing to give this issue, challenge, opportunity that I'm going through in my life a different meaning, something that is going to empower me mm. to break through. Yeah. Am, I, am I reading this correctly? Yeah. I, I, it's funny. That song, I felt, sometimes I look back and I, it's almost the opposite of don't tell me to smile in the sense of <laughs> I don't want to be sad anymore. God, I'm so tired of feeling blue. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. As a human, you're going to feel both of those things, right? So this, is a, this song is a companion for, for some frustration uh, of, you know, hanging out in depression or sadness too long. You know, Joni Mitchell says... Depression is useful, but to a degree, because it kind of, it's like you're on this wheel that's like cyclical. It's like this repeat, but, and it digs this like depth and 
into the ground, if you will, of wisdom. But if you just keep hanging out in the hole, you're just in the hole, right? So you got to come out of it at some point right. to have that wisdom to, for it to be useful. So, um, yeah, it's almost like part two to don't tell me to smile, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's like, okay, I'm honest about how I feel, but now how do I move through yeah. it? And I think that empowering thing, I, I dig that, you know, you could feel a, a fleck of that. 100%. That's awesome. 100%. Yeah. I stopped strangling what I love, but God, it took so long. The winds carry in the jasmine, the clouds of I stopped stringing what I love, but God, it took so long. I'm watering the garden, I never felt so soft. I don't want to live in Picasso's blue anymore. Rumi gets me higher than I should.
dog days in LA and sailing waters, I feel like it is kind of like that part in a movie where the character, the protagonist, yeah. is like at the moment where it's a call to action, like at, at, at the slowest point, for a lack of better words. Um, tell me a little bit about dog days in LA, and, I, and what I mean is kind of like where your head was at, because yeah. luck, lucky for us, you know, you're about to embark on this journey of like breakthroughness that the album ends on such an inspiring note. But Dog Days in LA, it seems like it's where you're like at the point where you're just looking up. Yeah, it's it's so interesting because I wrote that. Uh, that was the last song that I, that was written for the record. And I think it, I was able to finally have this super nice zoomed out POV of my my past that I had never had because I uh, am from Los Angeles and I hadn't really left. Hmm. And so because I was in Nashville so much through the pandemic, I was seeing it so clearly. And, um, and I kind of just got to get out, you know, the, the essence of what wasn't working in me and it was all happening in LA, um, in, in, in my life, in, in my surroundings and in all of it, not, you know, even the, the external environment that I was in. So, um, yeah, and I think writing that, there was just a letting go of um, all that oldness, just old. Yeah. And, and I was able to, I mean, if you don't like, you know, what's the saying? If you don't, you know, throw away the old stuff, like the new stuff it has nowhere to go. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I walked every canyon in this town Trying to figure myself out How'd I need so much space in L.A. When nobody's ever around And it almost drove me crazy Almost drove me from my head and still we call it beautiful when the sunset meets the smog and still i say that i'm doing well even when i'm not dog days in l.a in l.a mm -hmm. i met a girl in the valley at my friends even helped her get a gift but she don't remember my name i meet her over and over again and still we call it beautiful when the sunset meets the smog and still I say that I'm doing well Even when I'm not And still we call it beautiful Till our lungs have had enough And still I say that I'm doing well But we'll never have enough dog days in L.A. In L.A. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I drive to Malibu 
Sit in the park the rich people don't use. Sand in my shoes and stare at the library where all the books are new. And still we call it beautiful when the sunset meets the smog. And still I say that I'm doing well, even when I'm not. And still we call it beautiful till our lungs have had enough. And still I say that I'm doing well, but we'll never have enough dog days in LA, in LA. Dog days in L.A. in L.A. So let me ask you a little bit about this this part, uh, Alicia. Uh, not just about the song in itself, but about you and your life, uh, these breakthroughs that you've had, and the way you were able to capture it in sound. <laughs> How does that happen? Because it is such a powerful song. I mean, you were able to capture the breakthrough of like a human's life into like a song. It's such, it's such, so beautiful. How did you do this? Uh, for Best Hands? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I kind of see Sailing Waters a little bit. Sure. Like in, in Different the pre, kind of breakthrough, in the pre, yeah. In the pre to that because yeah. it's like you see the light. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, Best Hands is definitely a, a breakthrough track, mm -hmm. breakthrough song. You know, anyone that's had some kind of aha moment. Um, I think, again, that definitely was a song that, you know, can I curse on here? Of course. Yeah, so fuck this pattern on repeat. <laughs> um, I feel like that uh, frustration, that song was born, born from frustration of uh, repeating a pattern, obviously. Yeah. And I think that um, the... The desire to, uh, it's not even a desire, I guess the need uh, to find freedom through words. I mean, that's, when you ask me how, it's, it's all words. I mean, I always have yeah. the words first. Mm. Um, and I heard, you know, I want to be in the best hands. Why do I want to be in the best hands? You know, I had to think about that. And one of my favorite poets, Allen Ginsberg, says you should catch yourself thinking. And that's kind of how I'm able to write all the songs that I write. I, I've sort of followed that rule, if you will. And, um, you know, you analyze like yourself to some degree, some belief system you had. And uh, so, okay, you don't like the outcome. Uh, okay, well, there's a behavior behind that, you know, so you analyze that and you, you find the core belief and it's like, okay, well, I want to be in the best hands. Why? And, and I think that's, there was just this huge aha moment of, um, you know, maybe trying too hard to, to find those best hands, right? And not staying with yourself, mm. thinking that some, someone else has some answer yeah. for you. And yeah, people are fucking awesome and they help for sure. And you can't do this alone. But um, if you really uh, abandon yourself, I don't think you can have any kind of life force. Right. Yeah. And people do. That's what makes you realize. This, All the time. This album. 
it's wonderful. Wow. Well, Alicia, let, 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 let's finish with this. You had um, you made a great cover for a, a great classic song, James, uh, from James Addiction, and the song has been an, an absolute smash hit. I mean. <laughs> The artists themselves have like <laughs> have thrived on it, you know. After one of their shows here in Nashville, like you know, you guys said hello to each other. Yes. I mean, tell us a little bit about everything that you know. How, how since when did you love this song and how the whole kind of like arc yeah. happened? Yeah, it was this sort of sweet kind of sleeping dream come true. I think um, that was a song that I'd never uh, covered. Uh, you know, it, it's not a folk song. Uh, by popular standards. Um, but since I, you know, I was a baby and my uncles had been listening to it and um, I grew up with a bunch of boys, uncles and brothers that were a lot older than me. And so they, obviously it was on the radio and whatnot. And um, I got the pain in that song though. Like, yeah. I don't know, it just, it would irk me. But I love, <laughs> I mean, people were, People are, no pun intended, like addicted to that song, including right. me. And uh, I, I almost like had to smash it down. It was like, and I don't, I've never had a, you know, true battle with uh, addiction or anything like that. But the narrative of the, the woman in that song is, is heartbreaking. And it's, I think maybe as some, someone that has some, some kind of empathy inside of them, yeah. it was hard to bear. And so I think I revisited it this year yeah. and um, got to work with, Uh, Jordan Lenning on it and um, I was like I gotta get this out it was just one of those things mm. you gotta sing you gotta get it out and and I wanted the lyric to be on in front yeah and so yeah that that's kind of the the backstory and then we released it and um, it was a dream come true because it, as you know Perry yeah. had shouted it out and heard it mm -hmm. which blew my mind um, and then we got invited to see the show and hang out after yeah. when he came through Nashville with um, Jane's Addiction, the band, and mm -hmm. I got to hang with the band, Eric Avery um, and, and everyone. And um, I, I, they literally, it was like a, a campfire session. It was like yeah. Perry and Eric and they're like, yeah, we were just sitting and uh, it was a poem first. So that's where I just like kind of lost my shit because You know, his bandmate, Eric, who they've been together forever since the beginning, yeah. was in the room when, when he walked in and said, hey, man, I have this poem. And it was about their roommate, Jane, mm. who was an addict. Yeah. And um, they were just kind of singing, and Perry was just so humbly sitting there, and they were just kind of singing his praises of, of being a poet. And I thought, okay, well, like, of course I knew this song was a poem underneath, you know, alternative grunge rock <laughs> music um you know anyone with ears that's listening to lyrics can know that but um he was so connected to it still yeah and um when he when they played it that night at what was it bridgestone mm -hmm. i mean the crowd just just went nuts i mean it's just the power in that yeah. song is mind-blowing amazing I don't know 
that's okay, man, she don't like them anyway. But Jane says I'm going away to Spain when I get my money saved. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to kick She starts to cry. She takes a swing. She can hit. She don't mean no harm. She just don't know, don't know what else to do. Well, yeah. I mean, congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. Inner Jane. child work. What an album! What an album! It is, it is very powerful. It is very powerful, Thank regardless you. of what people are going through. It's just inspirational. For, Honored. You know, Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Thank you.